Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour Podcast, and yes, the rumours are true, we're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So, don't waste any time, grab your tickets today, and come and watch me, Alfie, and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products. Like buying back your IKEA items for store credit, or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com/circular. Visit ikea-usa.com/circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. That's very sophisticated. What a bottle of three pound wine! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty debonair. <laughs> Lord Robbie, if you will. <laughs> What's the stupidest thing you've ever done whilst drunk? They made me do a chunder dragon. Are you familiar? <laughs> what is a chunder dragon? <laughs> I will tell you. What would be your ideal pub crawl? Because I've got a very specific way of doing mine, but I want to see how, how you would do yours. Happy half hour. Hello and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Half Hour, the spin-off to the main show in which I sit down with my good friend and YouTube megastar Robbie Knox to just learn about life. Our aim is to get through a hundred life lessons over time. Last week we discussed childbirth in graphic detail, so to uh, help me overcome that, I thought today we would uh, talk about drinking. Today's lesson is alcohol. Robbie, much of a boozer? I like a drink. Yeah. Uh, to a appropriate level (laughs) whatever's normal whatever's normal do that (laughs) what's your what's your drink of choice uh i enjoy drinking beer and i enjoy drinking wine mostly and occasionally gin with tonic oh okay i want to get to wine a bit later on Mm -hmm. because wine is something that i struggle with i've never i've never been a wine drinker I don't understand. When you say it. you struggle with booze, that can be one of two ways. Can it can be, I don't like it, or I like it too much. <laughs> no, I've I've never been I've never been able to drink it. But before we get to that, you said you what your drink of choice is is what do you say beer? I or? like a sort of I like a sort of Ponzi craft beer type thing. Okay, generally, has it always been that way? Or is no, that... I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like beer when I was at uni. I drank cider because I didn't like beer at all. And then when I lived in Canada, uh, my boss Adrian made me down a pint of beer every two weeks why until i liked it because he said he said you can't go through life not liking beer and i thank him for it, it was, he was absolutely right <laughs> so he used to um we got paid every two weeks we had this night called food bar night where you all go to the pub together and he'd make me down a pint of beer do you just a bit of trivia do you know what food bar stands for i imagine you do 
Uh, I, yeah, I, I know what it stands for. No, I think it's fucked up beyond all recognition, isn't it? Yeah. But for this was this uh, the restaurant was fucked up by around. So if you made a mistake at the oh. restaurant, you had to buy a jug of beer. Oh, that's good. That's good. It. It's weird that you say about being forced into liking beer because I feel that nobody truly likes beer. I don't think that's true now. I think nobody truly likes a lot of beers. But I think now there are nice flavoursome beers. I genuinely like some nice craft beer type things. If you had to name one brand, one it, it, you can have any beer in front of you right now. Okay. What are you going for? Uh, my favourite beer, uh, to, for just general beer drinking, yeah. uh, I like the Colonel Table Beer. What's that? Is that like... a little brown bottle. It's quite light. It's like 3% or 2.8% or something like that. Right. So, so you can drink it at a moderate pace. I imagine, nice. so you're you're a man that drinks for, for the taste rather than to get a bit drunk. It depends. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Yeah. I used to always have, I've got a mate called um, Westy, who I've, who I've had for years, and um, I, th- I used to always mug him off, because I, he, he drank IPAs from a young age, yep. and I used to think it was a bit pretentious, so I'd be like, oh, come on, mate, you're just doing that to show off. Now I drink them. Yeah. It is weird how your tastes change, but you mentioned that you was a, you was a cider man, and then you, you changed. I think this is quite common. I'd be interested to know what the what the listeners uh, are currently. If you're a, of the legal drinking age, obviously, but I am still. I'm on the cusp. I think. I think I'm just about changing. My whole life, I've been a cider man. I cannot drink normal apple cider. Okay. Can't do it. Can't makes me feel sick. So you know, like the normal strongbow yeah. and stuff like that. Can't do it. I uh, yeah, the fruity ones. Yeah, the fruity ones. So I'll go for like an old. Old moot, yeah. But in in recent years, I've 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 kind of I've kind of got into the IPAs. It makes me feel somewhat mature when I'm drinking yeah. that. Don't know if it is though. Well, I think for years we didn't really get nice beers in this country. Then you'd go abroad mm. and you'd get go to Germany or something. You have a lager and go. It's really weird. This lager it tastes like nice. Yeah, and stuff. I find that so strange because I went to Prague recently with Fiona, like mm. at the start of January, and they are big on their lagers. Yeah. And I was just drinking it. The first one I had, rank, didn't like it. Mm. But I kind of, you kind of climatize, don't you? Yeah. You, you become accustomed to it, I think. Um, you mentioned gin as well. Yep, I like gin. I've really gotten into gin. Yeah, gin's, I've got mixed feelings about the popularity of gin. Because mm. from a sort of knobhead point of view, I used to really like gin. Mm. And I, was, I still do, but I'm a bit like, oh, now everyone's always has gin but on the other hand you get loads of nice gins now yeah so but i'm sort of i'm just being a cock like when a band gets really big yeah you're a bit of a hipster in in that respect yeah Mm. Yeah. Uh, i i feel like that i try not to be like that but i feel like that with things like ed sheeran do you yeah i I feel like i i went to watch ed sheeran when he when he performed in a pub and there was hardly anyone there and now he's like this global superstar but i don't i I, it's hypocritical isn't it because i because why why do why are we like that? Because surely you want this. This ties it back to the whole um, kind of like topic of YouTube boxing. Yeah. The 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 boxing fans they do not like that. Like no, YouTube is getting involved. No. Eddie Hearn's getting a lot of stick online. But I'm trying to see it from a non-biased point of view. Obviously, I'm big on it now. Yeah. So a few of my friends got get involved in it and stuff. But. If you are a boxing, what do they call it? A boxing purist. Yes. If you're a boxing purist. It's getting more eyes on it. It's getting the the. Do you disagree? No, or... I agree completely. I think it's good for boxing. Yeah, because I think boxing's got a lot of competition, particularly from MMA. Yeah, and all that. For and sure. I think, I think any attention it gets is 
Yeah. Must be good for it. And because of the numbers that these YouTubers bring, a lot yeah. of the professional boxers that are on the undercard or, or, or other, like above the YouTubers, so the YouTubers are on their undercard, I yeah. should say, they're getting a bigger purse because of it and right. stuff. So everyone wins. But the, the, that's not what we're talking about today, obviously. We're talking about um, alcohol. You said gin. Fiona bought me a lovely um, blueberry gin for Christmas. Did you? Well, that was nice. I bought you a nice gin once. You did buy me a nice gin. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a story behind that that we'll probably we'll probably leave uh, away. Um, I forgot whether or not I told you that story. You did. Oh, <laughs> oh one of my favourites, that. That's good, yeah. One of my favourites. To anyone listening, that's going to sound like I fucking hated it. No, you didn't. No. Didn't get, didn't a, chance get a chance to no. enjoy it. Uh, lived with people that had wandering hands. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> Robbie, um, are you the kind of person, I know, I know you mentioned that you're old, was it your old boss made you down? Yep, down? yeah. Uh, which seems like a weird thing for a boss to get you to it do. Was, I was living in a ski resort, so it wasn't really uh, normal rules. Right. Uh, Away from that, are you somebody that can freely, willingly down a beer? If he's not too gassy, I think I probably could do. I don't think I have for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think I could probably down a beer. Could you? Probably. Not not like a fizzy lager, because that's bubbly and unpleasant. Something still, yes. I couldn't. Can you? I can't really down liquids. I have a okay. quite a bad gag reflex. Mm. The last time I downed a beer, I downed two, and it was at a Reading Festival many moons ago, and we did a funnel. Have you ever done a funnel? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. So what you do, it's like a funnel. And then it has a... <laughs> You've lost me. <laughs> it's like Ron's seal. And then it does what it says on the tin. And then there's a long tube that you put into your mouth. Oh, yeah, I've seen these. You I have mean... to lift the funnel uh, yep, up above, in, the above, uh, in the air, and then you open the latch. Right. And open your mouth, preferably. And it will flush down. Inside and it, you. It's not even kind of like you're drinking it. It's weird. You don't need to really swallow it. just goes, the air pushes it down into your... Wow. Belly, yeah. Being shot in the mouth with beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very pleasant. No. Um, I downed two, and I was like, wow, I can down beers now, because I've never been able to. Um, and then I, I, I'd i had a oh, spicy Nando's a few, about half an hour before that. <laughs> yeah. So threw up everywhere. And because lads, lads, lads culture, they made me do a chunder dragon. Are you, are you familiar? <laughs> what is a chunder dragon? <laughs> I will tell you. Right. So you throw up. And as you're throwing up, it's coming out your nose and your mouth. Yeah. And you have to flap your wings because you're a dragon and it's like fire coming out. And because I had a spicy Nando's, that was really fitting. So what do you mean they make it? How, they say they make you do this. What do you mean they're shouting, do a chunder dragon? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like an unwritten okay. law that if you throw up after doing a funnel specifically, you have to chunder dragon it. Oh. <laughs> they should write these laws down because that seems right. I, but but this, this is what what I wanted to speak to you about actually. Lad culture. I'm not a big fan of it, right? So, me and my friends, you've met most of them. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not. I wouldn't say we're lads in terms of like we never like sit around the pub going, "Oh, look at her," or yeah. "I'll do this," "I'll do that," "Down it, down it." We're not that kind of person. I mentioned in the previous half-hour episode about lads that just get their knobs out and yeah. stuff like that's the kind of lads I'm talking about, yeah. like the kind of dapper laughs type characters of the world. Uh, if you are of that persuasion, that's fine. Um, it's all fun and games to a certain degree. I'm not. However, my Sunday league football team. I joined them. I randomly just tweeted out once is there a team that needs a player? I went and turned up. I didn't know anyone. I liked them all on the football pitch and I still do like them. 
the WhatsApp group chat, very laddie. That was early alarm bells. And then I went on a few pub crawls with them. I went to Newmarket races with them. And it is just lads, lads, lads. They do this game where they put a penny in your pint. Have you ever played this? I've, I've, it rings a bell, but I can't remember. It's just you're all walking around with your, yeah. with your pints. Um, and if they drop a penny yeah. into your pint, you have to down it. Oh, yeah. So you got to put your, your hand over it. Yeah, so, yeah hand yeah. over I don't down pints and I no. don't partake in these silly games. No. Right? So when they put it into my pint, not only did it just ruin my pint, because yeah. pennies are quite dirty, they aren't they? They taste, they taste metallic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just refuse to drink the drink. Yeah. And then they're like, you've got to. In what world do I have to, yeah. do, I have to do this? And I didn't do it. And then I thought I was going to get loads of shit. Like, oh, you're a li-. They just, they move on. With their they day. have to, haven't they? Because you're an adult and you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, but but I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, wh- yeah. what, what, why? Who's ma- who's making these rules up? Why are you making me do it? There, I guarantee you now there'll be some lads and even some girls that are watching this or listening to this, I should say, who are like, "Ah, oh, you're boring. You're boring because you're not down on a pint." I don't find it fun. I don't no. find it. when you, when you went to to uni. Was that a big part of it? Drinking some of the sports teams were like there, there were teams that would like. um the hockey team would have, have like um, whoever got man of the match would have some kind of drink like of like Guinness and Baileys and stuff like that. So it curdles oh. and all that. And oh. all disgusting. Uh, and all these things. And then people would throw up a lot and oh. things like that. As soon as I throw up, I'm out. I'm game over. Yeah. Are you? Or- uh, I don't throw up very much these days. But I mean, I don't know, sometimes it can ref- refresh you. But it's generally, I, I'm more like to throw up the next day than I think now. Than, yeah. Than, same. But well, people could, people now call it a tactical chunder. Yeah. Yeah. Where well, you go for one of them before you go out. Oh, before you go out. Yeah. So like they're pre drinking, they've probably had a bit too much. All oh, right. I thought you meant before you start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. So you drink too much, you have a tactical yeah. chunder, you go out, you then got more capacity for, for more yeah. booze, which I don't. I must be boring. Am I boring? No, I don't think so. I think. Um, I think younger people generally drink less than they did in my day, which I think is definitely a, a good thing. Wow, do you I th- really I think, think that? I think there's, there are studies of this on the amount of alcohol, and basically my age group were like the worst for binge drinking, right? Like that apparently, because I mean, now everyone's more into the gym and stuff like that. So I think I think there's much more sober people now than there were wow that that baffles me because obviously all i know is is yeah my situation i think that's true i might have made it up i think it's true though what's your thoughts or what did you do did you do pre-drinks back in the day or is that more of a modern no thing? no no used to yeah because when i was at uni i remember because you used to drink because you're drinking quite a lot there yeah and i remember i'd before i was going out if we're going back to the lcr disco uea oh. um on a thursday night i would like drink a bottle of wine on my own in Would my room you? while I was getting ready, like you'd just be sort of listening to music, and just drink a bottle of wine, and that'd be like the base level. And then you could start, then you could meet up with the others downstairs yeah. and start drinking. <laughs> That's very sophisticated. Drinking a drinking what a bottle of three pound wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty debonair, <laughs> Lord Robbie, if you will. <laughs> well, when I was when I was um, a young nipper snapper, is that what they call it? Whipper snapper. Whipper snapper. Whipper snapper. Yeah. That's the one. Um, we used to go over to Mousehold in Norwich, and there's a bandstand there. Do you know where I mean? No. Okay. I recognise the name, but I don't know where it is. It's uh, yeah. It's just a big field. There's a bandstand there, and we used to. We were too young to drink 
in pubs and that. So mm-hmm. we used to drink there, and I used to go into and and luckily there was a little news agents there that would serve us, even though we were clearly underage. And we would, um, I would get a bottle of Glen's vodka, nice, the cheapest, shittiest vodka you can get, and I would get a bottle of blue cheap energy drink, mix them together, right. That gets you messed up. So when you tell me that you're drinking a three-pound bottle of wine, mm. in comparison, that is somewhat sophisticated. Yeah, I was at the when I was started my drinking career um, <laughs> was around when they started bringing out drinks that weren't beer or wine or mm. spirits. Like, like it was the first alcoholic lemonades. Oh, Hooch just I remember I really Hooch. remember Hooch coming out. They brought that back. Ones. Did they? I don't know. It got away. Yeah. Um, but things, things like that. And I remember that for a very brief period of time before it got taken off the shelves, they had alcoholic milk. <laughs> like, this is real. This is like for a, a bit. And everyone went, mate, you can't sell alcoholic milk. <laughs> like, it's sort of targeting kids. Isn't that Bailey's though? No, it was like white. Like, and it came like a milk carton type sort of thing. I think it was like boozy milk. What? It was. It was. It was for a very short period of time. The newspapers went mental. And they didn't, stopped it. Didn't take off then. No. Oh wow! This is uh, this is blowing my mind, Robbie. Blowing my mind. <laughs> Alcoholic you. milk. It's like fizzy milk. Yeah. Apparently that was a thing for a little while. Was it? I don't know. I may have made that up. Is it like some kind of microbacteria or something? Milk? I don't know. Actually, I think that was in a comedy sketch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they didn't. Wow. Uh, wine. Yeah. What is it? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Okay. If I now gave you. Yep. A what's a highbrow like? Say a hundred and fifty pound bottle of wine. Yep, is that expensive? That's expensive. That's expensive, yeah. Right. Okay. And it's then me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's only because like online and yeah. like on documentaries, you hear of like a five thousand pound bottle of wine yeah. and upwards. But if all right, that, okay, let's say five thousand. If I gave you a little bit of a five thousand pound bottle of wine, yeah, and a three pound bottle of wine. Out yeah. of the bottles, yeah. <laughs> in a yeah. glass. I'm making this yeah. far too complicated. I understand yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I've, managed, I've managed to crack through this complicated scenario. Uh, Can I tell the difference? I'll get it there for you. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I probably could. I don't think you could get a three-pound bottle of wine these days, I don't think. Mm. I, I tell you, I, I did some filming once with a wine expert and learned, learned a few bits from him. Uh, one of the things is the amount of duty on a bottle of wine is a fixed amount. I don't know how much it is. It's, like, it's not like a percentage. So the amount of tax is like, say it's £2.50 or whatever like that. Yeah. And then there's a set amount for the bottle that it costs and the set amount of transport. So there's lots of things that are set prices. So say to make any bottle of wine might cost £4, for example. Right. So if you buy a, a £4.50 bottle of wine, that means 50 pence is in the quality of the wine. So if you spent £7, then suddenly... What's that? Three pound fifty? No, two pounds. Whatever it is. Yeah. So you're getting a lot better wine for not that much more money because the base level of what it costs to make a wine is oh. so you should always go slightly above the very basic wines. Really? Yeah. Wine culture is is mm. a it's just something I really can't grasp. Like when they have you ever ordered a fancy bottle of wine at a restaurant? Yeah. They come over and they let you try it. Yeah. What are you trying? You're supposed to be checking whether or not it's corked, which is which basically the air's got into the wine. Uh, but people do it like, oh, I don't like the taste of this. Which really you're supposed to tell, be telling whether it's gone off, I think. Right. Okay. How can you tell that? Is that fairly it's obvious? The, well, I don't know. I've I've had one bottle 
that I've known as corked and I'd bought it from an off license and it stank. It's like an old old thing. And it just smelled rank. So uh, potentially, yeah. W- would you be the kind of person that because that's got to be that's got to be one of the coolest things ever to like in a restaurant. I imagine that ninety nine percent of people that try the wine don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. If I went tonight for, for obviously we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Yeah. If, I, if I went tonight and I ordered a bottle of wine, which I wouldn't anyway, but theoretically speaking, if I could try that wine and go, no, I'm sorry, sir, this is corked. Mm-hmm. I would feel like James Bond. Yeah. Joe, you know I've got I've got a um couple of. Of you posh friends that I've learned things like this from. It's what I will sometimes do if I'm somewhere nice. Mm. I will just smell the wine and not taste it and go, "That's fine, thank you." Really? So they know that I know that I'm not just going on my own taste. <laughs> like I probably can't, I've got a terrible sense of smell. I can't tell. <laughs> it could be caught anyway. So I'll, I'll sometimes do that. The, the, the other thing I learned about wine, one of the other things, is um, if there's if you've got a wine list, a nice restaurant, and there's a weird country. On there. You know, sometimes you get a sommelier come over, like the wine waiter. Yeah. Like wine waiter. You I've like, seen it in movies, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, if there's a weird country, like wine from the Lebanon or something, yeah. then that's a good one to order because it'll be on there for a reason. Do you know what I mean? It'll, it'll, they'll, the guy will be really into it. Oh, can you, I might have this bottle of Lebanese wine or something like that. And then he'll get really excited because he's put it on there because it's amazing. Oh, you know? right. So any, any Lebanese wine, order that and... Uh, <laughs> you know, good as well. That's probably going to be the moral of the story, isn't yeah. it? Always order a Lebanese yeah. wine. Uh, Neil um, Neil Smythe, who I used to work with um, at Soccer AM, he was, he was Colonel when I was Ginger. He's now a hashtag. Mm. Um, he, he he's a bit of a knob. Uh, he was out um, in the nicest possible sense. He was seeing this girl, and they went out for a weekend to France. Um, and I can't have told you this before. This rings a bell. Um, he was going out. He went out to this restaurant for this weekend away, and and he he speaks French, so he's being a bit of a knob and ordering in French. Oh to, god, to, for her and all this, and trying to make little jokes. Oh. and so he ordered this wine in French mm. without like asking this girl to order this thing, checking out like that. And then the waiter said to him, even though he didn't speak in purely in French, said to him, so the girl could hear in English. No, sir, that wine will not go with your food. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if it was anyone else, I'd be going, oh, what not? But I'd go, yes, well done. Really just bringing back down yeah, to earth. Yeah. What's the difference between a... This is a very simple question. People okay. are going to be screaming, I don't get it. What is the difference between a dry wine and a... Wine? Sweet? No, dry. Dry. Dry, yeah. Dry. It's a liquid. I don't get... I don't understand. So the opposite of dry, I think, is is sort of sweet sort of thing. So it's, it, I think, I think, I think, yeah. I, but I'm, I don't know why I've become a wine expert, yeah. but but yeah. So I think, I think, a dry is. I don't know it's a sort of taste. I, mean, I think the best thing to do with these things is to taste yeah. what is a dry one and what is at the other end of the scale. Because you can see like numbers on a other from the supermarkets that are like numbers one to nine. You go, this is number one. This is nine. Taste a bit of each, and you can sort of tell the difference. Of Baffles it. me. I got. Um, I once bought some port. For this, which I'm really fancy. My daughter, mm. for her 21st birthday, she's eight at the minute. Right. But when I read an article about some bloke, he said he was born in 1977, the same year as me, mm-hmm. and his daughter was born in 2011, and both were good years for port. So he bought a crate of port for her 21st birthday. Kept it. I thought, I'm going to do that. So I bought some port, mm. and then I've bought some booze for all my kids now for to save for That's amazing. 21st birthdays. But when. For Otto, my middle child was born in 2014. At the same time, I thought, I kind of want some wine as well. So in my port, I bought red wine and um, and kept it. And there's this one that you couldn't really drink for four years. So it was good. So last Christmas, it was in the start of its drinking window. So at New Year's, I had some friends around. We opened up 
this wine and it wasn't like out mental price i think it was i think it's something like 25 pound a bottle or okay. something like that yeah. 28 pound a bottle or something yeah um and i was thinking i was sort of thinking i hope this isn't really although i wanted it to be nice i think i hope this just tastes like the same as other wine because i can happily just drink normal wine right so i was thinking okay, yeah no this is amazing yeah, yeah. was it what yeah. it, but what makes it amazing that's what I'm, I'm baffled by i don't think i've ever had any kind of drink okay that i've gone this is amazing Maybe a good hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, but you get different, I mean, a more complex taste. What makes a good hot chocolate over a bad hot chocolate? Just a lot of cream, thick, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get. I guess what more, you mean. A bit, bit more going on, right? Yeah. Just your, your... You're using my own argument against me there, Robbie, and I salute you I'm for not, it. I've not got a side of this factor. Yeah, I just, I just never, never got it, which um, I... Uh, you helped me pick a bot, uh, an expensive bottle out for uh, Mr. Ricky Gervais one. I didn't think you? I was much help. Wasn't I think I? I think you were because basically I wanted to just give him a little thanks for all the times he's come on Happy yeah. Hour and stuff like that. And I thought he tweets about wine quite a lot. Yeah. I'll buy him a bottle of wine and send it to him. And I don't know anything about wine as we've as we've learned the last ten minutes. Message you. Uh, Jane told me that he liked a Merlot. I think it was. Yep. So this is the thing. This is the thing. Now. It's difficult to know what an expensive bottle of wine is, not because I'm an out-of-touch YouTuber, but because I don't know my wine. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, you watch Channel 4 documentaries about £50,000 bottle of wine, and then also, I had to take into consideration that he's worth about 150 mil. Yeah. So when he drinks wine, he might drink a different type of wine. I didn't want to buy, <laughs> buy him a bottle from Aldi. But you think he uses clear the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also didn't want to... Re, like spend my my potential yeah, house yeah, savings exactly. on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I I went for a bottle that was 150 pounds. I think that's a huge amount of money spent on wine. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, it came in a lovely wooden case. Well, that's lovely, and he'll mm. he'll notice that. I, I presume. Did yeah. You get any feedback from it? Have you ever, do you hear anything? He was brilliant, right? Was so sent it to him purely like didn't expect anyone to know about it, and there was no intent ill intentions no, no, whatsoever. Just a just a nice gesture for a man that's helped my career, and uh, he took a picture of it because i wrote a little note just saying thanks for the comedy advice jack he took a picture of it and he tweeted it and i was like that's lovely like you don't have to do that and then because of the toxic place that twitter is people was like jack after attention again (laughs) (laughs) i am no no part of this no part of this at least least his housemate didn't nick it We skirted around that <laughs> so well at the start. You can bleep it if you need to. No, that's fine. That's fine. ED won't listen to this. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit longer than half an hour because I'm enjoying it. Come back after this break because I'm going to ask Robbie to talk us through his perfect pub crawl. See you in a bit. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As a plant-based cheese company, Daya has never talked about beef in an ad before because someone somewhere once had a beef with saying beef and plant-based together. So putting a slice of Daya cheese on a beef burger, not okay. Well, our delicious melty cheese has a beef with your beef about beef. 
Because any step towards plant-forward eating is a step in the right direction. Daya, 100% plant-based, even if you're not. Now made with Daya Oat Cream Blend. Hello and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Half Hour. Robbie, um, in the first half, we, we learned about wine and stuff. I feel like I know it a little bit more now. Um, going back to beer, going back to like um, more typical drinks that you'd probably order in the pub. Pub crawls. Yep. You a fan? Yeah, I love them. Talk us through. You don't have to be specific with the places. Yep. Because I'll get it because obviously we've got the Norwich connection. Yeah. But what would be your ideal pub crawl? Because I've got a very specific way of doing mine, but I want to see how, how you would do yours. Okay. So. Ooh. Do you start with any food? Do you start with a breakfast? Do you start with a lunch? Like, Well, as I've grown older, I, I, I enjoy daytime pub crawl. Uh, mm. now a lot of the time because it's what, it's what country walking is really right. i always thought why are people always into country walking and it's basically like a acceptable pub crawl you can do with your kids right um so I, I enjoy that and my friend al and i we went on a on a country walk mm. and we and we said thought why don't we take some cans of beer with us to drink on the walk and we were drinking these beers going around we're going, why has no one thought of this this is amazing <laughs> it wasn't because then when you get to the pub it wasn't as a rewarding having the beer oh. because you've had beer already and it wasn't like oh normally you, you had a walking ah oh, this is great yeah just it took it it took the edge off the, the walk i struggle to walk and drink as well yeah yeah when, when me and my friends um were just little scallies hanging around in the parks and stuff but old enough to go out yeah we would like walk to a park drink a few cans then head out and i would i've just i, I can't i don't i can't do it so i'd have to stop and yeah. drink and then walk so that seems like a bit of a nightmare for me well, but. every year um me and my friends in the village mm. uh, have a pub crawl where we go there's two villages next to each other and there's seven pubs across the two villages oh cool uh, and we do a pub crawl where we do all seven um villages and we mark them for different categories and we award a pub of the year yeah um and so um but i mean the the, the, the categories are uh like adds up to like a hundred sort of thing and we have and every year we go well that's clearly not the best pub we've just worked out the waiting <laughs> like what one last year uh i can't remember which one um and also if i tell you it'll tell me where i live and then my oh yeah true don't do that keep yeah. anonymous mate because um you've just hit 70k subscribers as yeah. well so it's just going from strength to strength strength to strength might be some stalkers isn't there <laughs> I I'll quickly tell you about my best my favourite ever pub crawl I ever did. Yeah, please do. Oh mate, the scenes. Is it the in Norwich? Scenes. Yeah. What about? Yeah. Go on, where'd you start? Right. We and this is gonna sound mental. There's a reason for it. So hear me out. Yep. We started at eight AM. Right. Went to the bell. Love it. Yeah. Which is a weather spoon. Yep. Fry up. Extra large. Yes, Got please. You. Then ten AM. Yep. We'd booked a table at the back of the murderers. Oh right. Bravo. I didn't have murderers open at ten. It was a World Cup quarterfinal. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie's getting emotional. (laughs) England. World Cup. The one just gone. Right. England versus Sweden. It's really weird because I need to check my phone because I didn't really see the invites. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I should have done. I should have done. Um, About midday, I think the game kicked off at two, but we knew it was going to get packed. You know what the murderers in Norwich is like. 12 midday. I think all the listeners know what the murderers are. <laughs> yeah, true. This definitely is a conversation for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, midday, a band turned up in the in the corner. Yeah, nice. Two o'clock, national anthem. 
packed. Everyone stood on the tables, singing, shouting Harry Maguire's name, everything. By 4pm, we were through to a semi-final of the World Cup, straight to Cuba Revolutions. Uh, sitting outside in the beer garden. It's okay. summer. Everyone's going mental. We was walking down the street, me and my mates, quite boozy at this point. Yeah. There was other groups of lads coming the other way. We're just stopping and dancing in the middle of the street. Uh, police officers, we were dancing and having a jig with them. It was like how I imagine Notting Hill Carnival to be, but we had our own one yeah, in Norwich. Lovely. And it was just less cultured. That sounds great, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so we went there, then, then we just sort of like going around a few of the pubs, ended up in the waterfront. What a venue. What a place. Yeah, sticky floors, that kind of stuff. And then retired at about three in the morning. Lovely. I remember bumping into you in the waterfront once. Yeah. And it's weird now, thinking back on it, that I was at the waterfront and didn't tell you I was going to the waterfront. <laughs> I think that, I, I, that was probably within the first few months of knowing each other, I think. Do you know what it was, actually? It was because I thought you were banned from the waterfront at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I, I had a two-year ban from the waterfront, yeah. didn't I, for, um, for dealing meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is a story I think you should leave that, that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll leave it at that um, uh, once in once in um, Norwich just because we've got to get him in every time my yeah. friend Gavin came up to visit and um, we had a really boozy night and as in the, when I was in the first year and um, we went out and because Gavin was sort of leading the drinking pace mm. a lot of people drank more than they were used to and so some of our friends ended up getting arrested for climbing on cars on oh wow campus. Gavin didn't but then <laughs> He so they some of the friends went got to take off the police station. Gavin lost his wallet, so I was drunk. Went to the police station to accuse them of stealing his wallet because <laughs> they'd asked for ID at some point or something like that. And he didn't get, get, get them back. There we go. <laughs> There's the honourable Gavin. Gavin mentioned. mentioned yeah, we've got to get him every time. Five out of five, Robbie. Yep. I appreciate Try it. Thank you. Um, I mean, I'm a bit but, gutted that these are only half an hour long. But yeah. our, it's our own show. We can do what we want. We can do what yeah. we want. I've still got a, a few more questions I want to hit you with. Yeah. Um, that, that was a great pub crawl, by the way, the one you just described. Oh, magical. What I would say is, I think it could have done with a couple more pubs. In oh, there. no, there was. Oh, there, there was, okay, yeah. Right. From, from after Murderers to Cuba, we bounced around a few. Ah, fair there's, enough. There's a, there's, a, there's a new pub. Well, I say new. It's probably about three years old now in Norwich called The Last Pub Standing. Where's that? That's between, it's at the top of Prince Wales Road, don't yep. get off put yet, yeah. and then you, as you cut through towards the waterfront, and you walk down through, oh, okay. the, yeah. it's on there. It used to be called a different pub, it right. shut down a few years, it's back, I'll have to take you there in the summer, it's got a lovely, lovely beer garden. Um, few more little cues for you. Um, first one, we'll keep this brief, what is the best part of getting drunk? So you have, the, is it the first few drinks? Is it tipsy? Is it, is it drunk? Is it wasted? James Acaster famously speaks about this in his stand-up, and he says there's no better part of being drunk than tipsy. Tipsy is the best thing you can be in life. Would you agree? I think, yeah, I think tipsy's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Tipsy's nice giddy, level. isn't it? It's giddy. Yeah, there's a nice little... I think it depends where you are as well. I think when I'm skiing, yeah. when you have one drink, yeah. that's the perfect way to ski. Is you're, it? You're, I think you're a bit... It's like you can either do stretching and warm up, or you can just have a, well, one drink, <laughs> and then you're a bit more. Loose I'm not sure that's in the rule book. I'm yeah. not sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I think Tipsy's pretty pretty great. Um, one of um, a friend Tim's friends, I think, had a rule where I think I can't remember what time it was. I think it was like one a.m. or something like that. Mm. One a.m. Whatever was happening, no matter how good a time he was having, yeah, he'd say, "I'm stopping drinking now." He said because you never get. It never gets better. Like if you carry on drinking after that, it's it's a bad move. Really? Yeah. He also wow. had this other friend called Phil who um he still think if if a night was going badly or so if it was getting a bit boring, like if we were sitting around chatting like that, he'd just go, um, right, um 
uh, one, two minutes solid drinking, no one talk. Wow. And someone would go, what about, he goes, no, nah, nah, no talk. <laughs> and everyone have to sit there and drink. And it does really get a night back on track. Does it? Yeah, because you've, you've, you've just got to sit there and just drink in silence. And they go, okay, carry on. That's brilliant. It's really good, yeah. That is good. We uh, we spoke a few episodes back about universities, and people have been emailing in and tweeting in with their suggestions on what you need to join. When we eventually do pick one, yep. and we go on this uni night out, I say, if we remember, yep. at 1am, whatever we're doing, Two minutes. We're going to combine the two rules. Yeah. Two minutes solid drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You up for it? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Guys, do remember to get in touch. Myself and Robbie are still looking for the best university night out suggestions. Had some great offers, haven't we? Yeah, we've had some good ones. Nottingham's come up, which is one I was going on yep. about. I think uh, we've had a few UEAs, which I'm a bit. Uh, I want to experience something. Yeah. New. Um, I want to go somewhere weird that I've never been to before. Like, don't we get into like, Brighton? We've been suggested. I've been to Brighton. See, I never have, but maybe yeah. that's just something I need to do in my own time. Yeah, maybe I, I like I, somewhere like we've not had Doncaster. I don't think there's a unique <laughs> Doncaster. Somewhere like I'm never going to go to Doncaster. Yeah, Southampton. I'd like to try because it would it, for me. It could have been uh, what could have yeah. been. My brother went there. It was a good night out. Really, Jester's is a bar there. Ooh. Juicy Lucy. That was a drink. Maybe um, we'll maybe yeah. we'll pick that. Who knows? You can um, get in touch by tweeting the uh, Jack's Happy Hour on Twitter or Robbie Knox or or me. I'm I'm Jack on Twitter with two A's or email in. It's I've up got, to you. I've got a question for you. Yeah, drinking games. Good. Do you like? Um, do you got a favourite? I do, but they're quite boring. Right, let's talk through some drinking games. Okay. This this is going to be a long episode. I don't care. I don't care, guys. Um, drinking games. Piccolo. What's that? It's a new mobile app. You all sit around. This <laughs> is so, so modern age, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And all it does is you, you input the names of people that you're with, mm-hmm. and you shuffle it, and it comes up with like ludic- ludicrous questions. Right. So it might be like, Robbie needs to do this. Or it might be, Robbie needs to rate everybody in the room in order of attractiveness. Okay. Like, and and like and then it will say, uh, least attractive drinks four times. Or something like that. So it just takes all of the admin out of it for that's you. That's good, yeah. Yeah, so that's quite good. But I think you're talking about more physical drinking games. Are you like, like beer pong? and? No, not, no, no, not necessarily. Not physical things. Like my favourite, I think the, the greatest drinking game that I've ever played... Um, is, well, there have been two great drinking games in my life. We've invented a game called World Cup Drinking Game during the 1998 World Cup. Okay. And um, there were various rules around it, but one of the main ones was everyone drew in a match. And you do it in a game you didn't care about. You wouldn't yeah. do it in a, in a match. If you were watching a, a random game, mm. you'd put all the players in the squads in uh, in a hat and each person would draw out um, three or four names or something like that. Yeah. And you're watching the game. And when the commentator mentioned a player by name, you have to drink until he mentions someone else. Wow. Which is great because you could, you could just be drinking. You could just be like, um, I don't know, it could be like, um, I'm just trying to think who was playing in 1998. I can't remember any, any players. Um, it could be just a quick mention of someone, then onto someone else. Yeah. And, and all that would be fine. But then the, the, the worst thing is if you're watching a game on ITV mm. and it go, um, and the comment and Des Lyon will ever go, a wonderful goal there. England won it up. Thanks that free kick from David Beckham. And then you went to an ad break. You had to drink and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Got three and a half minutes of solid boozing. That's brilliant. I yeah, like that a lot. That's a very good one. I but, do like that. But my, for, for non World Cup, um, times, um, we had uh, there's a game called Harbour that um, I particularly enjoy playing, and it starts off by going a ship came into the harbour, and everyone has to say Harbour and have a drink. And it goes and brought with it a cargo of, and then you pick a topic. So you might go characters from The Simpsons, and right. starting with Homer, and then you go around the table. But uh, like, and, you keep mm. going, and if you can't think of one, you drink while you're thinking. 
Oh. And if and you have to do a certain amount of drinking if you if you give up and can't. Get yeah, one. that's good. That's kind of like that kind of thing could come up on Piccolo. Yeah, so it would say okay. Simpsons characters to the right go like that's that good. kind of yeah 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 that so kind that's of thing. thing. But we, I remember playing that on a on a, 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 a friend of mine's um quite a, quite posh and all his friends were and it was me and this other scummy person Jay <laughs> were on this thing and we were playing this game and it was going around and they were saying things like varieties of grape from france or something like that oh, yeah. and we were we were in real trouble but then we'd say something like any footballer who's ever played for manchester united and they'd be like ian rush like, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was an amazing divide yeah. it was with absolutely no knowledge of each other's stuff love that love that what is have you ever played game of fives ah oh, that rings a bell but i think i might play with you or something i think you've I think you've explained this to me or something. Yeah. How does it work? Yeah, everyone puts their hands out. You've got two yeah. you've got two options. Um you can either throw uh so you've got if you, if you if your fists are clenched, uh both of them, that's a zero. Yeah. One hand with all the fingers out is a five, the other hand's a ten, right? So okay. you've got three options. You can pick five, ten, zero. Yep. And then on the count of three, everyone in that group, there's different variations yeah. of this, so don't call me out if I get it wrong. But um there's so it's, if there's four of us here, the 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 top number could be 40. So you go 1 2 3 and then someone takes a turn to call, so we'll play it now. Um put your hands out uh and I'll call a number. Are we going on 3? On 3, yeah. Okay. No, after the okay. beat one, after. Two, three, go. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, fifteen. See, and I've got it right because you've, you're holding up ten, and I'm holding up five. So I've called it fifteen, right? right? And then that would mean I'm out, and I, and, I, and I don't have to drink. Then the next person goes, and whoever, because if I'd have said five, ten, yeah. I'm still in the game, and whoever is last in has to down their drink. So it's oh, like just wow. getting out while yeah. you while you can. That's the game of fives. Okay, that's the game of fives. Last question, Robbie. Oh, um, what is the? I've got two. What's the stupidest thing you've ever done whilst drunk? Oh. Are you a stupid drunk? What kind of drunk are you? I've got so many questions! <laughs> what kind of drunk am I? Um, I'm trying to think of the stupidest thing I've done. There's things you, when you're younger, you say embarrassing things, or I can't think of specific, specific things. I can't. Have I ever told you about the time when, when I, was, I got on a man's boat? No. I think you probably have to now. <laughs> I was on a boat and um, I was stood on top of, it was like a little boat you live in, I guess. What do you a call that? Houseboat? Yeah. Large, kind of large. like, yeah, like a Rosie and Jim type yeah, yeah, boat. Yeah. And I got on top of it and um, I was just drunk. I was messing around with Stevie and uh, Stevie was stood on, he was down Riverside, that long yep. road. And uh, <laughs> this guy had banged on the window. He's looked up at me. He's banged on the window. He's like, Get off my fucking boat. Get off my fucking boat. And I didn't know what to say, so I just I just went, I'm waiting for my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't help my cause. He still no. told me to fuck off, like I'm yeah. gonna wait for my mum on, on his boat. boat yeah. So but in my drunken state, that made sense. I yeah. thought it'd go fair enough, mate. You you crack on. Have you ever done any traffic cones? Anything with traffic cones? That, that seems to be a bit of a uni thing. Yeah, I I think I remember it wasn't me, but I remember someone stealing like a something like a bench from a pub right like that like a like Fucking a home. Up in the morning there's like a bench there <laughs> when oh, i feel it bad now we should probably take this back to the pub so i'm just sorry this, <laughs> in memoriam this, this, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah but no i don't i'm trying to think i mean i'm sure i have done the stupid things i'm sure my friends have been more than happy to mm. email in with things but i can't think of anything particularly horrific okay what about the worst hangover you've ever had that seems oh, like a good Christ. place to, li- to leave this episode i uh, 
I don't know any of them now. It mm. gets worse as you get older, I think, hangovers. Do they? Anyway, well, and also, you've got kids running around and stuff yeah. like that. It's, but I try, I to be honest, I don't really get so drunk I get hungover very much because it's. I know, I remember, I, remember I, got, I got drunk last year at some point and I was just written off for the next day. And then my, yeah. I think my wife took the kids fruit picking. And I remember thinking after, I was thinking, oh, I'd quite like to come fruit picking, but I was too hungover. Yeah. But I'd rather just not get that drunk than go fruit picking with the kids. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, my worst hangover, I remember yeah. it vividly. I was doing a six part show called Fest Dates where myself and Tom Norris and. Yep. And a production company would go around different festivals and whatnot, and we'd have to find two random people and put them together and put them on a festival date. And uh, we went to Cornwall, and we went out one night, and I drank too many beers. And I don't drink beers, as I said, I drink yeah. ciders. Beers always give me a bad hangover as well. Went back to the campsite about three in the morning. It was ridiculous. We were up shooting at eight, and I didn't sleep till about six. I've fallen asleep with my head outside my tent on this cold field and 45 minutes later I'm being woken up and you know when you go to sleep and the height of your drunkenness it always makes yeah. you hangover worse woke up and I couldn't see straight for, for hours my head's spinning and everything and I had to go up to people having not showered stayed in a tent I had to go up to people an hour and a half later and be like do you want to go on a date do you want to go on a date and I had to go up to these attractive girls when i'm stinking <laughs> still pissed and the first thing i have to say would you like to go on a date and they're looking at me like no i wouldn't i don't want yeah. anything to do with you i ended up i was in such a bad way after when we was having a bit of a break i there was a there's a marketplace in cornwall and i just laid in the middle of it and just went to sleep and it That's was a good move in yeah. the middle of a busy marketplace That's I, <laughs> I remember um, being at the isle of Wight festival and getting really drunk mm. you had like a I had a friend who worked for Virgin Radio. They had a free bar thing mm. there. So we, we had that. Uh, and I remember thinking, I am too drunk. And I just went to the middle of the field. I just lay on the floor for like two hours to like, turn it around. It was incredible. It was real, really proud of my children <laughs> there to bring it that <laughs> evening back around. Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't miss that. Is that, that the most drunk you've ever been that time? It wasn't the most drunk. but the most drunk you've ever been? Most drunk. I got quite pissed at KSIV Logan. Did you? Yeah. It, <laughs> I was up on the. I don't know if you've seen the video, yeah. but I was up on the. Yeah, I was like the. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have let you drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was almost as if like I was watching Harry Kane lift the World Cup for England. I was like, yes. Uh, I ended up losing my wallet that night, and uh, for some reason, I I DM'd. Do you know Smithy? No, Smithy from Soccer AM. He does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I DM'd him. Said, "Can I borrow some money?" <laughs> so it didn't make me look good <laughs> and he was so lovely he was like yes mate didn't even query it, it was yeah. just, I was like I didn't need any money in that moment I just I just lost my wallet and I didn't know how I was going to survive <laughs> in that moment so Smithy if you are listening I am terribly ter terribly uh, sorry he's a professional he's working for Sky at the time so he still is uh, there we go um, that's embarrassing Robbie thank you very much thank you Jack what is the moral of the story the moral of the story is that you should drink responsibly and <laughs> um and don't jump just, on people's boats. Don't jump on people's boats. And also Norwich is a good place for pop crawls. There we go. This has been Jack Mate's happy half hour. I've been Jack Mate, he's been Robbie Knox. We'll see you next week when we'll be discussing computer games. See you then. Jack
Mates Happy Half Hour. This was a Stakhanov production.